Well, good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday morning, just before lunch. Glad to have you with me this morning. This is Chatting with Chap, and I'm your host, Ginger Wade. It is a gray and gloomy day today. As you can see, like, this side of my screen is kind of dark, and it's because the light's not coming in the window, because it's been raining and raining. But it's good. It's good to have rain. It's good for our land. And it's good to have changes in our weather. It's good. Variety is the spice of life. So, this morning's pro tip for homeschooling is about portfolios. So you know we have to have portfolios put together to share with our evaluators at the end of the year. So how do you put together a portfolio? What do you do? Well, one really easy way to get a portfolio together and not be overwhelmed by it at the end of the year is to grab a few samples here and there throughout the year. So this is around the beginning of our year. Grab a few samples of work throw them in a folder a little further on closer to Christmas time right after Christmas time get a few more samples throw them in a folder do the same at the end of the year for your subjects if you don't have paperwork take pictures take photos do a digital portfolio uh, if you have a lot of projects um, it's it's fun to save projects if you don't feel like saving projects take pictures of your projects right so those are ways to uh, build up your portfolio as you go along so at the end of the year you don't have to go back and wade through all the paperwork. Now if you do that and you don't mind doing that, that's awesome. There are many ways to do things, like right? more than one way to skin a cat, right? So portfolios don't have to be a big deal. Just grab some samples throughout the school year, keep them in a folder, and then you can throw them together at the end of the year. And it doesn't have to be like a book. <laughs> it can be thin. No big deal. And a lot of people are getting into doing digital binders. I'm not exactly sure how they're doing that. Um, I know I create books through Snapfish, uh, kind of like as a yearbook kind of thing. So um, there's so many options. But don't stress over it. Samples of work is all you need. And uh, it's fun. It's fun to see what you've done and how you've progressed over the year. So the next thing I want to share with you is that we are having convention next year it is going to be May 12th and 13th of 2023. So the cool thing about that date is if you are a long-standing chat person, you will remember that once upon a time for a long time, chat convention was normally Mother's Day weekend. Uh, we had the second weekend in May. Every once in a while, Mother's Day would land. Well, usually Mother's Day would land on that. Every once in a while, it wouldn't. Most people equated it with Mother's Day. It's actually not Mother's Day, but it was the second weekend in May. So we're back to that uh, weekend again. We are going to be at the York Expo Center this year. So we're excited about that. And if you had been there in the past at the farm show when we were in the Expo Center at the farm show, it was that one really big room. That's where it was when we started going 17 years ago. And we're going to be in a similar space this coming year. So we're excited. It's going to be very uh, bring back memories for us, uh, my husband and I, as far as attending conventions. So we're looking forward to it and uh, hope that you will be coming and you'll be spreading the word about it so we can have more and more people come to convention next year. So on to our topic of the day. My topic is the ultimate civics field trip. So we're going to be talking about some civics things today. and. Um, yeah, let's just get into the topic and we'll see uh, where we go with this. Okay, so elections are coming up. Obviously, I'm sure you're seeing the signs everywhere in everybody's yards and you're getting the mailers in your mailbox and you're seeing the ads on TV. Um, and it does typically get really annoying till the elections come up with all that stuff that's out there. 
However, there's so many people out there saying that these elections are important. Important. Well, my opinion is every election is important. The reason you have an election is because it's important and it's needed. And we need to be involved in every election, not just the important ones, because they're all important. So the awesome thing about our country is it was designed in this unique way. People are sovereign, not a ruler. We don't have a king. We don't have a sovereign king. We do not have a sovereign, like a dictator or a person, a singular person in charge. The people are the sovereign. We elect the people who are in office. So when we don't vote, it's the same as a king abdicating his throne. The king's like, oh, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to be the king anymore. Well, when we don't get involved and we don't vote, it's the same idea. We're not doing our responsibility. So if we don't like things the way they are being run, we don't like the folks who are being elected into office, we don't like the decisions that are being made, we don't like the quality of the people being elected, we need to get more involved in the process. The common citizen needs to be involved. They need to be knowledgeable. So I encourage you to pray for quality candidates. Uh, maybe at this point, since the primaries have already happened, we can't get different candidate options in, but you can pray for the hearts of the people who are running for office on both sides. You can pray for all the people running. You can pray for their hearts. Anyone can be changed by Jesus at any time. So you can be praying for them. You can pray for their hearts. You can get involved by knocking on doors. You can uh, volunteer the day of elections. You can hand out information. You can be a poll watcher person. You can be a judge of elections. Well, you need to be voted in to be judge of elections. But you can start being involved in the election process. You can stuff mailers for a candidate. Uh, you can run for office yourself. Maybe not this time around, but you can consider it for next time around. These are ways to get involved. Our country is amazing in that the power is put squarely in the hands of the people. It truly is, unless we abdicate our role. If we do not behave as sovereign, which is being involved in the civic process, the voting process, the electoral process, being knowledgeable about who's being elected, who's running for office, we are abdicating our role, right? So we must know who's running we must know about those local races. Does anyone out there really know about the people who are running for local races? It's really hard to get that information, and I wonder why. I wonder why. It should be really easy to know who's running for office and know about the local people, but those local races are important. District attorney, what do they do? What is their role? Why are they important? How about the sheriff? The sheriff gets, gets elected in. What are they responsible for? How about the school board, the judge of elections, uh, committee members? Did you know there's committee members out there in your county? Lancaster County has a bunch of committee members. I can't remember the number, but there's something ridiculous like 11 committee member roles are not filled in Lancaster because no one runs for them. What does a committee member do? There's a reason there's committee members. And if they're not being filled, then those decisions are being made by who knows who, right? So there's a lot of... I think we've really become lazy as citizens of the United States in the process and being involved in our government. There's a reason all these roles exist. They have a purpose. I know like with the DA, they decide which cases get heard and which get left go. And and that's really important. You know, we're talking looking at crime and crime raising and stuff like this. I mean, the DA role is really important. Who is it that is the DA? Who's running for that office? Who is holding that office for us? 
Um, they, those local roles are the foundation, right? The small stuff is the foundation for the larger thing. Usually you start local and you move up, right, to the state level and to the federal level. But starting locally, that's the foundation of our country. And we need to know what is going on. So don't just wait for the big elections, the presidential elections, right? Because they're all important. Vote in all the elections. Find out who's on the ballot and what they stand for. I always pray right now for God-fearing people to be elected. Because if you fear God and you're following the word, you're going to be a better leader because you're going to be humble under God's hand. I know many of us are dissatisfied with how things are going in our country. Are we doing something about it? Are we contributing to the solution by getting involved? Are we adding to the problem by just complaining and not being involved and advocating our role in sovereign of this country as citizens of the United States? So what was Ben Franklin getting at? Do you guys know this quote? I'm sure you do. At the the Constitutional Convention, it was all decided. He comes out of the building and he gets asked, you know, what's what do we got, Mr. Franklin? He's like, well, we have a republic if you can keep it. Well, why did he say that? Why did he say if you can keep it? Wasn't it decided? Well, a republic means the people are involved. The people are educated. The people know who it is that's running for office. They know what they stand for. And they support them. Right? They are involved. They are an educated people, an educated citizenry. We're not going to keep our republic if we as citizens are not involved and educated about what is going on in our governments. If we refuse to take that role, if we abdicate our role as sovereign, the republic's going to fall apart. And we're kind of seeing the fruits of that, aren't we? We're seeing lots of um, bad stuff going on. We're seeing lots of corruption, you know, like the swamp. This thing's going on because we are abdicating our role. Is it hard? Sometimes it's hard. Is it work? Yeah, it's going to be work to be involved, but it's worth it to have a stable, functioning society. It's worth it to put the time into it. It is a gift that has been given to us. If you haven't studied studied the Revolutionary War, the uh, there's a book that we read called um, America's Providential History. Amazing. The miracles that happened for the United States of America to actually be a country is astounding. And I'm telling you, the only way we exist is because God's hand was in it. It is a gift that was given to us by God. And we are to take care of what God puts into our hands. Right. So volunteering and getting in there and taking care of what we have been given is so important. So if you're out there and you're studying about the candidates and you learn about them, share what you learn with others. Don't be afraid to get out there and tell them, hey, this candidate does this. This candidate does that. Encourage discussion. Be calm about it, because I know sometimes we don't agree, but encourage discussion on things or at least um, be educating your children so they are used to thinking about this process and talking about this process, but have discussions and encourage others to be involved too. So like I said, we were given some, we were given this country. God gave it to us to take care of it. Our country is a gift from him coming out of miracles and the blood of so many people. You know, so many people gave their lives, like their, you know, their lives are sacred honor, their fortunes for this country to exist. It is worth it. This country is worth it. It is a gift from God. So I thank all of you people who are out there, who are running for office, who are being involved with um, campaigns, campaigns had stuffing, stuffing envelopes, knocking on doors. All the work that you are doing is priceless. It is so valuable. Keep it up. 
I pray for your endurance and your patience and your perseverance as we go through these last, it's less than 40 days to elections. Um, I just, I thank you. And I pray for many more of you to get involved. Uh, get your kids involved too. Kids learn best by example. I've been talking about that a lot lately. Your example in being an involved citizen is going to affect them and how they respond to it. Now, I know sometimes they get tired of political discussion. They don't want to talk about it. That's fine. But just show them that you are involved and your country is important to you, at least by knowing who is running for office, at least by that, and, and taking your responsibility to vote seriously. I'm not sure what the registration deadline is. It's probably really, really soon. So if you're not registered to vote, you really need to get it done pronto and be prepared to vote on Election Day. So like I was saying with your children, train them to protect their freedom. I mean, being involved, that's protecting your freedom. If you're not involved in the way our government functions, you're not protecting your freedom and it's going to disappear. It's starting to disappear already. Teach your children to value that freedom. So that they will teach their children and their children's children. This is a multi-generational vision of taking care of our country, taking care of what's been given to us. This is something that needs to be passed down generation to generation. So this is the ultimate civics field trip. Showing your kids the life of being involved as a United States of America citizen. What it takes and how they can be involved. Take them to Harrisburg. Go to, you know, the March for Life. Go and knock on doors. Get your kids involved in stuffing mailers. Any of those things they can do. This is all a way to live, show by example, teach by example. So on that note, in uh, being involved in the way our country functions, I do want to invite any of you out there who are interested in being involved with CHAP on the legislative end of things. CHAP does keep an eye on what's going on in Harrisburg, uh, educational things that are passing. We let you know if there's something that passed that affects the functionality of homeschooling. If it's something we see as a danger, we will certainly let you know so that you can voice your opinion. If it's a, if it's a boon to us, we let you know what's going on. Uh, there's things that passed recently that we let you know about regarding being able to use public schools. Um, that one we really didn't have a stance on. You take it or leave it how you see fit. Um, we have uh, always had someone to read the bills and we let you know. But if you want to be part of that legislative team, if you would like to be involved in lobbying, connecting our legislature folks back down there, um, sending notes, are going going down there and even testifying when there's new pieces of legislation that come up, uh, let us know. We want to connect with you. You could comment here on this video. You can send us something on our contact form at chaponline.com. You can inbox us here on our page. We would like to know. We would like to get you connected uh, to Brad, who is our legislative lead, and we are forming legislative teams, preparing for hopefully a really bright future in uh, Pennsylvania coming up after the elections in November. So uh, comment below, send us messages. We want to know if you want to be involved in our legislative team. So as you continue to think about these things in your homeschooling process, remember, cherish all these moments you have, right? To lead your children, train your children, to guide your children and following Jesus in all of life. He has so much to teach us and it's a joy to do it together. And may God bless America.
and we'll see you at the polls. Take care. Bye now.